Welcome to End of a Phase, a story by Arielise Reyes and Sydney Bate, the first and final episode of Daunt. In this episode, what a good short story we have. A young couple, Fiona Renner and Ida Nell, freshly engaged. But then, the sudden, not-so-sudden passing of Ida leads Fiona to an interrogation room to unveil the mystery of the lover's murder. Join, Join us one last time in Daunt. So, first suspect, ready for writing? At least one of these cases a month, and Mr. Holmes acts like he knows them like the back of his hand. Me and my partner, Detective Herb Holmes, are standing here looking at Fiona Runner. But look at her. Read her body language. She doesn't seem to recognize what happened at all. If she really loved her like she claims she does, wouldn't she be at least the tiniest bit upset? Guilty, maybe? But that's what all the investigators do. They play it off nonchalant. Then they break. Just take good notes. I'm going in. Wish me luck. Why am I here? I didn't do anything. Where's Ida? You know exactly where Ida is. I just need you to tell me where she is now. If I knew, I would tell you. I have no clue where she is, and frankly, it's scaring me. We were supposed to meet at Wang's Bistro an hour and a half ago, and now I'm stuck here. She truly looks like she knows nothing, and that's the confusing thing. No other family members seem to be suspicious about anything, but the most obvious things point to her. Is there a possibility it was someone else? Maybe she truly is just clueless. Let's run through your information really quickly, okay? And then we'll start getting into it. Your name is Ida Runner, correct? Fiona Runner. Ida's my fiance. Sorry, my bad. So, Fiona Renner, 24, correct? Yes. Do you want to know my blood type, too? No, ma'am. That's already in your file. Why don't you go ahead and tell me where you were on Tuesday, September 15th? Already? I'm like, what? Whatever. I was out shopping with Ida. Okay, and how was Ida? Was she acting normal? Anything odd about her? She'd been acting a little strange, to say the least. Just seemed distant. I mean, she seemed so happy when I proposed, and like barely a week passed, and she seemed depressed in her own sense. It all happened after we told her parents about the engagement. And how did breaking the engagement with them go exactly? I've said this a million times, and I will say it again. This is officially the most nerve-wracking moment of my life. Ida's parents just seemed so hesitant when we walked in. Like they're almost disgusted by us. They've never been this rude before. So, Mum, Dad, we've got some pretty big news for you guys. Oh, thank God. I knew it was all just a phase. By the looks of it, it doesn't seem like just a phase, dear. What has been just a phase? Whatever phase you're talking about doesn't really matter right now. What is that ring doing on your finger? It's an engagement ring. (gasps) We're getting married! Oh, how fun. You aren't happy? Of course we're happy, just a bit shocked. Well, I'm glad you're okay. I know you guys were a bit hesitant when we started dating. Hesitant? What do you mean? Just some old British family things. We should probably be going soon anyway. Wouldn't want to overstay our welcome. Ida dear, do you mind staying for a moment? Fiona, you can wait in the car. Oh jeez, these British families are something else. Why were 
are Ida's parents hesitant? And why didn't she tell me? Oh, who the heck is so important that I can't wait? I shouldn't. Her phone is her private property. But I mean, how many notifications can one person get? So let's back it up here a little bit. You and Ida went to visit her parents to break the engagement news. Did you already tell your parents? Yes, we went to visit my family first as they were already in town on a business trip. And then what happened? I opened her phone and saw she had unread messages from her parents. And did you read them? And what type of fiancé would I be if I read them, huh? Would she ever trust me again? Not like she can now anyway. What? Nothing. Continue with what happened. I opened the phone and unlocked it, going straight to the messages. It seemed like her phone was programmed to only send these messages at her parents' house, but they all came in at once, like 30 messages. Do you know who they were from? Yeah, her parents. They were saying, Ida, stick it up to her, just tell her, or that ring isn't that expensive, and stuff like that. It was so confusing. The dinging, the stupid dinging got on my last nerve. I scrolled and scrolled and scrolled through weeks of messages leading from the proposal to this morning. They were all just a blur, but then one message, the one little bubble. If you don't call off the engagement, one of two, two things, things will happen. I'll do it for you, or you will not be accepted in this family any longer. We have tolerated this nonsense for far too long. Make a decision by the time you come for dinner announcement. Talk to us then and make the right choice, or you will regret it. They, they had threatened her, but why? Because we love each other? Are they that blind that they can't see that she's finally so happy? She enjoys being with me, right? Only me? But the decision, that's tonight. What is she going to do? I know how much she values her family. They mean everything to her. But I thought about what we had done, too. Why would she ever want to leave? She can't leave. She just can't. I don't know what I would do without her. So you were looking through Ida's phone and saw this conversation with her parents. How did that make you feel? Angry? Upset? Well, of course I was upset. Anyone in their right mind would be upset at that news. I mean, the person that you love most in the world and you think you're going to be with them forever, having to make a decision between a family that they clearly love so much or their forever soulmate, anyone would be in the least slightly distressed at that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I suppose they would. So how did you act on the emotions you're feeling now? What happened when Ida came back to the car to go home? Well, I decided that I would wait to see what Ida's decision was. I didn't want her to know that I'd seen the text or snooped on her phone because I thought it would influence her decision. So I just kept it to myself because she would eventually tell me herself because she would need the support after her family would leave her. So by the sounds of it, you thought she was 100% going to stay with you and just leave her family like that so easily? Well, of course she would. We love each other. Why wouldn't she? Are you saying she didn't love me? What do you know? You know nothing of our relationship. Don't make claims that you can't support. I'm the one asking the questions here. I'm the one asking the questions here. I deserve some answers anyway. Okay, well, if you want some answers, then I'm going to have to get some first. I run this, not you. Fine. What else do you need to know? This girl thinks she's going to play mind games on me. <laughs> she can try. Little does she know. Okay, give me you and Ida's exact time when you got home. We entered our apartment. So you live together? If you would let me continue, then we'll get there. Do you currently both live in 29 Carter Avenue, apartment 5J? Yes. Any other questions? The floor is yours. Continuing, 
Me and Ida got back to the apartment at around 9.30, 10, sometime around then. I don't exactly remember. I was kind of zoned out the whole ride home. Luckily, I wasn't the one who was driving us home that night. I'm sure I wouldn't even have realized if I hit something. I was just so lost in my thoughts, you know? So you don't remember much. Would you be able to recall if Ida had said anything to you on the ride back home? Maybe she'd seen that you were out of it and asked you what was wrong? Anything at all? No. If anything, both of us were out of it. It seemed that we both had things that we were thinking on that night. She was almost just as lost in thought as I was, except she was a little more focused to get us both home safely in one piece. Okay, so Ida was clearly thinking about something. Do you think it had anything to do with her parents pulling her to the side after dinner? Maybe she finally had that talk with them? Maybe she made her final decision? You're right. That would make complete sense if that would have was. She would definitely be a sadder or maybe distraught as she seemed if she had to leave her family behind like that. I know how much they mean to her. But good thing she asked me to comfort her. I mean, I would never hurt her like they did. Who would do something like that to someone like her? Why are you so sure that that's what she agreed to? You weren't sure that's what she would have picked. Because she loves me and I love her. Don't you understand that by now? Let me tell you this one final time. Me and Ida love each other. Do I make myself clear? I love her and she loves me. We will always be together. Don't you get that? Ida's not just going to leave me because of some sick family views. She just can't. And I will make sure that when I see Ida next, I tell her just how much she means to me. Because clearly, no one else seems to see that except me. So please, tell me what is going on, why I am here, and where Ida is. I deserve to know. She's not your main priority right now, and apparently she was not earlier. What the heck do you mean? Right. No one's told you yet. Told me what? You've kept me here for over five hours with insane air conditioning, no food, no water, anything. The least you could do is tell me what's happening. Okay, let's take this from the top one more time. I am Detective Joannathan Rudd. Lead detective on case number 7396, the murder of Ida Nell. What? Murder? Ida? No, 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 no. This can't be right. Why am I being questioned of all people? Funny enough. Funny enough what? Forensics find the fingerprints we found at the crime scene and on the body, and it all traces back to one Fiona Renner. You. What? How do they do that? Trace the DNA from the fingerprints on the weapon. What weapon? You should know that. Stop telling me that. Fine. The murder weapon was a cake knife. Happy now? A cake knife? Was it the one with the gold blade and the fancy silver handle? Yeah, that one exactly. Oh, yeah. I remember that. She was so scared. So what persuaded you to use this specific cake knife as a weapon? There was at least three other weapons that you could have used in the vicinity. So why that specific knife? That cake knife was a gift from Ida's parents to her when we were dating. She kept it as a trinket and never used it. It was one of the most useless things ever. So you admit it. You killed her. No. Why would I kill Ida? Tell me that, detective. You seem sure of everything, but why would I kill the love of my life? That makes no sense. So if you didn't kill her, then tell me exactly what happened. We got home, and Ida came up to me and started a conversation about the dinner at her parents. I think that was what was on her mind the whole way home. She started off with the fact that her parents pulled her aside after dinner, and then it took off from there. I fit in. So, as you know, me and my parents had a conversation after dinner, <laughs> and I wanted to have a... I would talk with you about it. Okay. You know that you can tell me anything at all, right? I know, but 
Did you ever take a look at my phone? No, I, I mean, no, why? My, my parents, they, they don't necessarily approve of our engagement. Why? They thought our relationship was just a phase. It wasn't, though. We love each other, right? Yeah. Okay, so what's the news? My parents wanted me to call off the engagement. Why? They just don't approve. Is there another option? No, they, they would disown me. Well, it's kind of obvious what you would choose, right? Kind of. So, did you tell your parents that you're staying with me? Yeah, w- wait, what? You're staying with me, right? Not not necessarily, no. Oh, I see. I really do love you, but I, I have to stay with my family. Oh, <clears throat> so you're choosing your family over me? I have no choice. They, can di- they can't just disown me. I-, I don't have any other family. You have me? Is that not enough? I'm sorry. I-, I tried to pack some of my stuff already. Fine, just leave then. Really? Um, okay. She can't leave me. <clears throat> not so suddenly like that. Oh. Now she can't leave me. What was that? Nothing. Come here, though. I want to show you something. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, what did I just do? I think she's dead. Well, oh, crap. I have to go. Sue did kill her. Apparently I did. Do you happen to know where the cake knife is? Forensics has it. Why? Just curious. We're not done here. Sit back down. Now we are. Stand down. If you don't put down the chair, then I will mean harm. Was that a threat? I said stand down. You can't necessarily stand down. Only stand up. Please stop talking. I mean, I try to tell jokes out of fear, so... Not the time, Herb. Look, Fiona, I know that you're upset that Ida is gone. I'm not upset about that. I'm just upset that I don't regret it. You will. You'll have years to let that sink in while you're rotting in a prison cell. Oh, burn. Not Not the the time. time. You know what else will burn? This. Fiona Renner, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. You have the right to have an attorney present. If you cannot afford an attorney, then I will be appointed to you. And this, dear audience, was the story of a murderer who forgot they did the crime. Poor Ida's parents were devastated when they found out what had happened to their sweet daughter, but who really cares how they feel? It's too late now. Thank you again for joining us in the first and last episode of Dawn's. Dawn's.